We're going to explain another idea of this black box called Kusta de Chiyusa, the kernel of life, which is the Kayach Aruchni, the spiritual Kayach that is implanted, as they would say in England. It's implanted in every Jew that never gets destroyed, no matter what we do. Just like the Snebayer Beish Vesnein in Uko. He's going to tell us something else. This is so beautiful. The Torah tells us that Hashem tells Moshe Rabbeinu, For I have seen the Oni Ami. I know their pain. But it's interesting. It doesn't say I've seen the infliction. I've seen the destitution of my nation. It says a double Lashon. What does it mean, a double Lashon? So the Medrash says, Ra'isi loy nemar, elo ra'oi ra'isi, a double vision. Says the Nesiv Shalom. Amr HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Amr HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Hashem was telling Moshe Rabbeinu, Moshe, ata ra'i ri'a achas, v'ani ra'ya shtei ri'iyos. You see the kid smoking on Shabbos. You see the external. You see the, the baseball cap backwards. Moshe Rabbeinu says, Hashem says, Moshe Rabbeinu, you see only one thing, but I see ra'oi ra'isi, a double vision. We're going to get to those words soon. We're going to go back and we're going to explain this according to what the Kubrina, the Heilige Kubrina said. What is the worst possible thing? What is the worst possible situation for a Jew? Interesting, you can ask people. What do you think is the worst possible situation for a Yid? So he says, you know what it is? When a Jew is complacent. This is who I am. That's it. And then he's not going to dig internally to change. The whole reason we hear is to grow. But when a person is complacent, on whatever level he is, he thinks he's good. And he doesn't grow. He says, that is the most pathetic place to be in this world. Vahatam. Why is this? As long as you're not happy with your life. You don't make peace with your Metzius, with your reality. And inside you have, it's churning. You're not happy with your spiritual level. And you feel, this life is not a life. Your nefesh, your soul is burning inside of you. It's demanding of you to work, to get out of this place in order to reach a new place. And then, then you're not lost. These two things, the feeling of your nefesh, which is burning inside of you, I could be better. I want to be better. I don't want this to be my life. And the fact that you're not at peace with it. That is our kernel of life inside of us. I remember in Home Sweet Home, guys would come in and they would say, of course we know it's not true, but they would say, I'm happy. Don't talk to me about Yiddish guy. 
I'm happy the way I am. After a couple of months of changing, all of a sudden, they would say, you know, I'm not happy. I'm not happy, you know, with my life. And I would say, great. And they'd say, what do you mean great? I said, you're not happy with your life. You were happy a few months ago. You're not happy now. You know what that means? It means you're ready to grow. Or sometimes they would come over to me and say, I'm such a low life. And I would say, great. And they would say, what do you mean? I said, you were the same low life three months ago, but you didn't feel like a low life. Now you realize you really belong much higher and your actions are much lower and you feel like a low life. That's great. That's your awareness that I don't want to live like this anymore. That's the first step to change. The first step to change is to say, and it, pick this with anything. Let's say somebody weighs 300 pounds, you know, and, and then they don't want to go on a diet. They're never going to lose weight. But when they have an awareness, you know, I feel like a pig. I feel like a, great. Now, you're, you could, if you, if you can, you know, that's the first step. Now, not every awareness gives us the energy to be able to, to work, because it's really hard to be successful. It's hard to lose weight. It's hard to do anything. It's hard to be better in Ruchnias. It's all hard. But if you don't have the awareness, you know, last month you sat on the couch for eight hours and you ate four pies of pizza and you didn't feel like a bleh. And now you do? That means you're ready. To, that's your first awareness. It means you're ready to start working on yourself. So that's what the Kabrina says. The worst thing is to be complacent. There is nobody that can't be better, right? Sometimes you meet people and they go to Minyan three times a day and they learn and they're, and they're wonderful. They could be better. They still have so many levels above them, but they're complacent. They think, I'm good enough. This is the way I'm going to live my life and I'm going to die. Then he's never going to dig deep to change because change requires a lot of deep Ugh, and a lot of deep work and a lot of feeling that I want to grow. You have to have that deep urge inside of you. And if you're complacent, you don't have that. Says the Kabrina, that's the worst, the most pathetic Jew. And so interesting. I would say the most pathetic Jew is someone breaking Shabbos. The most pathetic Guru Abiyaser, someone who's doing all these Averis. He says, no, no, no. It's not about the Avera level. It's about being complacent. The worst thing is somebody, even if you're doing everything right, but you think that's all you can be. And you're not, you're, not, you're not looking to grow. That's pathetic. It says in the Sivashalam, a mashal of somebody who falls into a bar amok, a deep pit. As long as we hear him crying and screaming, get me out of here. It's a sign that he's alive and he knows what's going on. Masha'enkein, on the other hand, if you don't hear him screaming, that's a sign that his nephilah was so bad that he lost his mind. Maybe he blacked out or maybe he's dead. So the first sign of hearing somebody scream, get me out of here. I don't belong down here in this darkness. I don't want to be here in this, in, in this pit. That is the first sign of, oh, you're seeing things clearly. You realize there's a world above and you're really upset about being down here. That's the first way to get out of here. And I want to add that I think there's a third level that's even, it's even worse. It's when he's talking. And you say, hey, Yankee, don't worry. We're going to get you. Don't worry about it. And he says, worry? Me? I'm fine. I love it down here. You guys are crazy. That's even worse. That's when that person is in so much trouble. A kid came to home, sweet home. True story. 
All my stories are true. And he was homeless. He was sleeping on a bench. He was sleeping, Mama, she was homeless. Ate whatever he found. And it's such a shame because a nice family, I knew the family, could have had such a nice, comfortable life. And he's homeless, Nabuch. And somebody convinced him to come to me. But he didn't tell him, and this was a mistake, you know, that I have a home, a home sweet home, a place where he could sleep, where we can help rehabilitate him in his life. So a guy dropped him off, said he'll pick him up 20 minutes later. I'm talking to him on the couch. I, I gave him a tour of the place first, and I showed him this is where the guys sleep, and this is the food. The fridge is full. We go out on trips. I gave him the whole thing, and then we sat down, we schmoozed, and he says, you think I need this? I don't need this. I have the best life. I could sleep anywhere I want. I could sleep anytime I want. I could eat anything I want. You guys are crazy. You have this whole structure, this whole world, and you have to dress a certain way and eat a certain way and sleep a certain way. And, and, I, and I'm listening to him, and I thought of this in Siva Shalom. Wow. He's even worse than the guy who fell and, 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 and knows that he fell. He, he fell and he thinks that, that that's life down there in the pit. He thinks we're the crazy ones. It was so interesting that he, we had like 10 minutes till he got picked up. So I said, okay, I got it. It's not for you. Let's just schmooze. So we started schmoozing. I said, do you have any brothers and sisters? He tells me I have a younger brother. He's like uh, 13, 14 years old. And then he tells me, I'm really worried about him. I said, why? He said, because he's a lot like me. So I said, so what's the problem? He'll grow up to be like you at 17 years old. He'll eat wherever he wants. He'll sleep wherever he wants. You have the best life. So that's called checkmate, where he realized that he was talking a big talk, but he knew he had no life. These are the different levels that people have. Some people, they fall and they scream. That's excellent. They know they don't belong down there. They want to get out of there. And as long as they realize what good is and what bad is and what, what evil is and what sin is, and what, then even if he sinned a lot, but he knows that this is sin and he knows that up there is Kedusha and he wants it, beautiful. He's Shari Bahakara. His brain is normal. But it's terrible when there's no response. I don't want to grow. I don't need to grow. I'm good where I am. And it's even worse when they think we're the crazy ones. Nabuch. And this is the same thing in spirituality. Someone who is makir, who recognizes godliness, God, doesn't just mean you believe in God. The more that you have a recognition of Hashem in your life, the more it changes your life. The deeper you are, the more connected you are. What? When someone has more hakaris elikus, I used to learn this shtickle with, with the home sweet home guys. They weren't from, they were becoming from. I never forced them to learn Torah, but at some point they would ask me, can we learn the Siva Shalom? And this was one of the things I learned with them. What happens when you get a new clarity that there's a God? You know what happens? You feel terrible. Because you feel further, you feel distant, you feel worse about yourself. It's such an interesting thing. Right? The more that we recognize the greatness of Hashem, the more pressure inside we feel. Like, so why am I not davening more? The, the less this reality of fake Gashmias has value to me. So why am I wasting time? 
So why am I talking like this? Why am I walking like this? So why am I acting like this? The, the greater, imagine if we had the Hakaris Elikus of, of, of Ramosha Feinstein, of Rabchaim Kanievsky, of any of the G'daylam. We, we would burn up in fire. We couldn't handle it because we can't live that way. You can't become a black belt overnight. You have to grow. If we had that level, they had such a karasilakus. They were so aware of God that, that therefore every second of every word of everything, they were able to live on that level. We have to build ourselves up. But sometimes we or other people are floating through life. Even from people floating through life. We can't grow. But something happens and we get like a, an increase in Hakara Selikus, recognizing God. We get pain in our soul. That, that creates a demand inside that I need to grow. And I, I can't be at peace with my matzav, with my situation, my spiritual situation. See, the same way that there's a, a, a seed that goes from decomposing to growing, in every level, let's say you're on the Chaf Shari Tahara, but the same thing has to happen. You need to decompose on that level in order to get to the Chaf Al of Shari Tahara. The same thing has to happen. Your life needs to decompose. Your um, feeling comfortable needs to decompose. you got to get to a point where you're ready to have a Tzmicha Muchadashas to grow, to have a renewed growth. And now he's going to go back after we understand all of this and look at his beautiful pshat that's so deep and it's so beautiful. Remember we said before that Hashem said, Double Lashen. I have seen the affliction of my nation. I know their pain. Should have said, Why does it say two? So the Medrash said, You only see the external. We'll get to, yeah, yeah. You have to feel like your life is lacking. In order to accomplish anything in your life, you have to feel like something's missing. And if you don't feel something's really missing, and sometimes we, we have a good Shabbos, we have a good something, and we feel something, and then we just forget about it. But you don't change. Change comes when you're sick and tired of being sick and tired. Change comes when you're feeling the lacking. It's burning inside of you. Uh, you know, whether it's a person who wants to learn more, a person says, you know, I want to learn Dafya maybe even, or I want to go to shul more, whatever it is, whatever the level is. It, you get a, like a little, like, a little thing in your ear, you know, a little, little birdie whispering, and yeah, yeah, you, you know, you drown it out. But when it's, it, it's there, and, and you don't let it drown it out, and you're not mashlum and matzava, and you feel that burning desire that, that I can't live the rest of my life like this, that's what pushes you to have the courage and the strength to change. So he says that Hashem says, I know my Rabbeinu, you see one thing, but I see two things. Right? That's what he told Hashem. He said, they're not going to listen to me. What does it mean? He thought, like we said earlier, that they're, they're, they're totally Yush. Like, like the, like Elio Anavi coming to the club. You want us? We're, it's too late for us. He looked at the external and the outside. He sees the kids going to the clubs and he sees. I went over to the kid and I said, no, you want to learn? And he said, no. 
jump in the lake or whatever words that they use. So it's lost. He's lost. They're, they're, they're happy with their life. That's what it looks like on the outside. No. Hashem taught Moshe Rabbeinu a fundamental lesson. You see the external vice, but I see shteiri is kalema. You only see the external. And I see, but I see deep, 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 deep down. Because I know their pain deep inside. On the outside, they're not crying, the kids on the street. They're not saying, Oy vey, I'm a chal Shabbos. Woe is to me, I eat on Yom Kippur. They look like they're having a grand old time, many of them. Hashem says, I know you, the leader, you could only see that, but I know what's going inside, on inside of them. Yudea ani, Hashem says, I know, as goydela kehev, the great pain, amachalchel b'pnimius nafsham, that is in, inside of them. Asher tzoak libam al Hashem, al shval matzavam. They're screaming out to Hashem because of their low level. Even on the external, on the outside, right, underline those words. It looks as if they're Yish. Yish just means that they're so messed up that they, it, it's the same other guy, but he's just, he's so messed up, so he, I give up. Nothing will ever become of me. I can never be good. After all the Averis that I did, I can never be good. Ki'ilumi, no, that's what it looks like. But you should know it's not true. Hari toich, toichi is pnimiyas nafsham. Deep inside Hashem is meyid. He gives testimony. Nafsham, meleim, b'cha'evim, they're full of pain. V'yusurei ha'nefesh. And, and yusurim, uh, infliction of their soul. Umishavim, l'gu'ulasam, uptus nafsham. And they're waiting, umishavim, they're yearning for their redemption. So I thought of this, this vart, that on, on Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, one of the most serious times is when we open up the Aaron Kaidish and we say, Hashem is checking, examining our hearts. He's revealing the Amok, what's deep down, Badin. It's terrible, Hashem. He knows what we're thinking. It's so scary. But then I was thinking, you know what? Hashem doesn't just see our machshavis on the outer layers. He also goes further down. He's goyle amukois. He's not just that on the outside we all try to look nice and under that there's layers of sin. He goes past that. He can drill further down. And what does he see under all the sin? He sees all my pain that I don't want to sin. He sees all my, my internal yearning to be better. He's goyla amukais, that's true, but don't cry about it because he goes past that and he sees more, the machshavas taivais, that, that are covered up inside of us. He knows how much we really want to be close to him, even when we don't have the kaychis to fight the Eight Sahara. And I was very happy when I heard that the Nesiv Shalom, he said this, it's not written in his farm, but I told it to one of the members of the family and he said he once said the same the same vart on Rosh Hashanah at the Suda. Baruch Shekivanti. Of course, it's scary. Hashem is looking at my machshavis. No, it's not scary. He sees, the, he sees the, the, the yucky stuff, but he also sees underneath. What's underneath? My desire, my yearning. I want to be closer. So what makes a person change? That's what you asked before. You have to, you have to be in pain to change? Yes. 
your internal pain on your low spiritual level, and the yearning to return and to go up higher. That is the that stands, that remains with every single yid, tamid, no matter what he goes through. The Alea Kodesh Borchu made, and on that Hashem is made, he gives testimony, Kiyodati Asmachayvav, I know their pain. They don't look like they're in pain. I call them kips, kids in pain. And so many times people challenge me. They don't look like they're in pain. They're just hefker life. Hefkerus, they're having a great time. They're in pain. Hashem tells you they're in pain. You see one re'ir. You see the kid who's pyric oil, smoking on Shabbos, driving a car in Yom Kippur. You see that. Hashem says, I see, I see that too, but I also see the inside. And we have to believe that, that deep inside, deep inside, they are in so much pain. And you know who's the most in pain? Are the ones that you tell them, are you in pain? And they say, no, you're crazy, like we said before. Those are the ones that are so much pain, that they fell so far away that they don't believe in themselves. Like Dave Ramsey said, I said it before, change happens when you're sick and tired of being sick and tired. So many people are overweight, they want to go on a diet. Most of them don't. They say, I'm sick and tired of it. I'm sick and tired of, of, of sinning. I'm sick and tired of talking Lashon Hara. I'm sick and tired of talking during davening. I'm sick and tired of, of whatever. That, that doesn't create change. Change is when you're sick and tired of being sick and tired. And listen to this Nesiva Shalom. This is one of my top 1,000 beautiful Nesiva Shalom's that I love. And according to this, we could explain the Pasuk. Pasuk means from the depths, from the low place. He says, no, from the depths of my heart, from deep inside of me. I got chills. You should know, I'm calling out for Hashem. Even if a Jew is in a situation, even when a Yid falls to a place on the outside, he's not calling out to Hashem. But you should know, you have to know, yes, inside, deep, deep, there's a kernel of life, there's a there's the Amuna that never gets extinguished, it's the black box. That's in our DNA. You should know he's really Kurasicha Hashem. Harry Humiyusir Vikov and Nafshe Mishavis Lashem. He's really in pain. He's really in pain. Nisiva Emisla, another vart that I had that goes very well with this. We say Shavasenu Kabe Lushmatakosenu Yodea Talumois. We say it in Karbanis and we say it Friday night before Lakhadaidi. You could take a copy and you could have a seat. Shavasenu Kabel. Be makabel, except our Shava, our, 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 what's Shava in English? It's like yearning, crying out, Ushmatzakosenu, and hear our Tsaaka, Yedeat Haluma, it's the one who hears hidden things. So I had a Kasha. Those two things don't match. Do me a favor. Tell them to keep it low, and give them a thing, and tell them to sit down. Thank you so much. Those two things don't match. If we're talking about Shmatza Kisenu, hear my screams, it should say Shemeatza Akois, the one who hears screams. If I'm screaming, you don't need to be a Yedea Talumois, somebody who knows hidden things. You don't need to, to have that attribute. So it's not the right thing. So I wanted to say Pshat. 
that Hashem doesn't just hear us when we're screaming. Hashem hears the tza'aka belev, when we're so silent. Hashem hears that also. He hears those screams that we can't even express. But inside our hearts, we have pain. We want to be better. That Sa'aka also Hashem hears. Why? Because he's Yodea Talumais. Because he knows Talumais Liba Shal Adam. And he knows what's going on inside in the hidden parts of our, of our hidden chambers inside of us. The, the cries and the screams that we have on the outside, those are easy to hear. And those are easy to fix. But it's the part that we can't even express. The dreams that we had that we feel like we can never be that anymore. The losses that we have due to sin and other kinds of pain and, and issues that's trapping us inside of us. Those cries, those silent, bitter cries, also, Hashem hears that. That goes so well with what He was saying. Mimamakim, not just from the low place on this world, but mimamakim from deep inside of us, Karasicha Hashem. Even on the outside, you see somebody doesn't look like he's calling out to Hashem. You have to know and believe. Deep inside of him, he's calling out to Hashem. I can give testimony. Over the years, we've had, I would say, at least 40 kids who are atheists. At least 40 kids whose parents came to me, and the kids said they were atheists. And of course, when you challenge them, they always have questions and questions and questions and questions. Okay? And I can tell you that after a year or two of being here, the parents will give testimony that none of them are atheists anymore. They said, I'm an atheist. It means nothing. It means nothing. Even what they're saying on the outside, it means nothing. Deep down, they're saying, I wish somebody could save me. I wish somebody could see my pain. Another true story. Just sit over there. Another true story. I was with somebody... And he always denied to me that he's in pain. I was friendly with him for a few years. He smoked weed. I said, you know, you're in pain. No, nothing ever happened to me. He did cocaine. I said, you know, you really got to deal with the underlying issues. You, you obviously have some pain or trauma. Nothing ever happened to me. He did heroin, Rahman al Totally denied it to me for a few years. Until he got hooked on painkillers. I told him, you know, you really got to deal with your pain. He tells me, I'm not in pain. I said, so why do you need painkillers? They're all painkillers, but these happen to be called painkillers, so it helped me help him. That's when he realized that, yeah, somebody's walking in the street with a, with a knife inside of him, and there's blood everywhere, and he, he, he pops some Vicodin. And he said, come, let me get you to the hospital. No, 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 I'm fine. I'm fine. I like being this way. I like being this way. Everybody, please take a, a thing and sit down on this side of the room and tell whoever's coming in to be quiet. We're almost done. Right? No, I like painkillers. I told them, you're in so much pain. Let me help you. No, no, no. I'm good. I'm good. Are we supposed, so, so we have people, they say, oh, he says he's good. Means Let him be good. means that they don't understand what a neshama is. They don't say a neshama can't be good. A neshama cannot be good in that situation. Isa B'sfarim, the pain was so bad, this is so beautiful, the pain was so bad that they didn't have a bechina, a concept of dibur, they couldn't talk. Says in the Sarim HaKadoshim, 
their Kayach Adibur was shut down, was lost. Virak Anacha Haisalem, they only had the ability to moan. Shizu the Gula, we know from the beginning of the Gula, was the Dalad Lashainis of Anacha, Kamashikos, Vayi Onchu Bene Yisrael, Vayi Zaku, Vatal Shavasam Elulikim, Vayi Shmelikim Es Nakasam, Big Chinish, all of these four Lashainis are all Anacha Bali Koil. When it says that they screamed, it's a scream without a coil. That's what the Zayar Kaddish says. Shenen chulufnei Hashem mepnimi yisnafsham mitochisurei hanefesh shelo hishlimu imatzavam. They just started to groan. They just started to moan. They just started to feel, I can't do this anymore. They couldn't even express it. They couldn't even accept that it's a reality. Couldn't If they went to the therapist, they wouldn't even say, I can't live like this anymore. It was so deep inside of them. They lost the kayach hadibur. But that was the kusta de chiyusa shemimenu shayish hagu'ula. Kimurumaz basneh shayarinenu uka. We have a whole different way of looking at that sneh story. The whole way of looking at it differently. Moshe Rabbeinu was being shown a vision of what Klal Yisrael is. That even though they're burning in Tumah, even though they're addicted to everything, even though they're doing the worst possible things, but deep inside is a kusta de chiyusa, hasneh inenu ukol. And if you want to talk about my kids, Hashem says, take off your shoes. You're on holy ground. Don't think for one second that their panemius is damaged in any way. That's what it means when we said that they are a chelak al Mamish. I just want to add such a beautiful thing. He says it in a different place. He says that if you look, Hashem told Moshe Rabbeinu, I want you to redeem Klal Yisrael. And he says, Kad peh, I, I, I can't talk. I have a problem speaking. So Nesiv Shalom says, really? I mean, I'm making it a little bit cuter than what he says. But he said, really? If you look at the whole Torah, he doesn't shut up for a second. He's like, what happened to his uh, speech impediment? So he says, Pshat is, the Kayach of the Tzadeh comes from the people. We lost our Kayach Adibur, so Moshe Rabbeinu, who was Nishma Saklau, the Kayach of the Tzadeh, he didn't have the ability he didn't have the ability to speak. After we got redeemed, after we got back our, our Dibur, then Moshe Rabbeinu was able to speak. After we got out of Mitzvah Mitzrayim, all of a sudden then... So this is the, the lesson, and this is why I love Nesiv Shalom, because he takes something from a few thousand years ago and makes it so practical to us, and we end with this. The same way that the Geula of the Klau was based on all of these lessons... The snare that was surrounded in fire, but was a nenu ukol, it was still good. All of these lessons that he said, kach gam saprat. So too, when it comes to the redemption, redemption of each and every one of us. Im if we feel a demand of our soul. and yisurim inside of us that are pushing us. I'm not happy with this. I can be better. That's our inner drive. Don't put it away. Don't you know, take another shot and let it disappear. Don't muffle it. Listen to it. Take a stethoscope and listen to yourself. What's going on inside? Don't be mashlim with your metzias the way it is. And your mavakesh, your mechapes, you beg and you seek ways, eitzais, eich lehizchadesh v'tzmichu mechudeshes. How to renew myself with a tzmichu mechudeshes, with a renewed growth. Zeis hi akusta d'chiyusa. That is the black box, the internal internal the kernel of life, and the source of your redemption, which will take you out, 
Afilu even from the worst places, umeviyai, and will bring you litzmicha chadasha to a brand new rebirth, a renewal, a rejuvenation. Let's chazer over. I did this when I was teaching a class. It's very cute. Let's see what we learned. What happens when seeds are planted? Do they just start to grow? No. First day, decompose. Why didn't Hashem just start the process earlier? Why did He say, Bichi Pazayin, ooh, ooh, watch out, I forgot. Oh my gosh, they're about to fall. Start earlier. The answer is He needed them to decompose in order to have a tzmicha chadasha. What is our kernel of life? It's a kusta de chiyusa. What is our kusta de chiyusa? Our emuna, the sherish emuna. What was the message of the burning bush? That even though we sin, it doesn't affect our essence. What was the amazing Holocaust story? That that thug, that tormented Klal Yisrael, he tormented the Frum people, and he was an informant to the Nazis, Yamach Shemam. And every single person would say, he has no goodness in him. But at the bottom, the bottom line, when they, when they told him to defile the Sefer Torah, he, he allowed himself to die, Al-Kiddush Hashem. And the Rabbanim said he did tshuva the last minute of his life. He deserves to be buried with that Sefer Torah. What did Ibn Nachman from Lechavich teach us? You have to be a maimon that you're a maimon. You have to believe that you believe. Sometimes we think, you know, the way I behave, I'm just taking it, I'm just doing what's easy, I'm not doing what's hard. Maybe I don't believe. Says Ibn Nachman from Lechavich, you have to be a maimon that you're a maimon. You have to believe that, you're, that you believe. But where's your Arev of the Amuna? Where is it? So it's just like on a very cloudy day. Nothing's wrong with the sun. There are things blocking it. There are things that we have inside of us that are blocking us from tapping into the light of Aramuna, but it's there. What's the worst situation of a Yid? What did we say is Matzev HaGaruah B'Yaiser? Who said it? The Marin Mikabrim. What's the worst Jew, the worst situation for a Yid? Not if you fall. Sheva Yipal Tzadik Vikam. You can always do Tshuva and grow. The worst thing is being happy and complacent with my life. I'm good the way I am. So you live your whole life and you pass away and you could have been so much more. But you didn't have the drive inside of you. So he says that's, that's the worst. What about falling into a pit? So one thing is the guy goes ahead and he says, Save me! Get me out of here! Oh, he's healthy. He knows he's in a bad place. He wants to be saved. That's easy to save. Then there's the guy... He, he's not responding. He's not responsive. Maybe he had, had a concussion. He, he's out of it. Maybe he died. We don't know. But then there's even worse. The guy who responds, me? I don't need to be saved. I'm fine. You guys are cuckoo. Right? Like the homeless guy. And he says, you're crazy. You got to pay taxes. You got to go. I go to the bathroom here. I got my, my, my couple of dollars and people. I'm the happiest guy in the world. Nabuch. What will force somebody to change? When he hears inside of him the Tvias Nafshari, Habay Eris Pekirboy, that Kusudhyusa is rumbling. We have to make sure to listen to it. And the, as Dave Ramsey said, change happens when you're sick and tired of being sick and tired. And our Kusudhyusa is inside of us. We have to make sure that we tap into it and learn all of these lessons for ourselves and all the people in our lives.